Hi there and welcome to another episode of Song and a Chat with your host Pete Pascoe. Today we have a co-host, Mr. Paul Dredge from New Zealand because we're featuring a song called Too Dark to See, which is off our brand new album called The Untrodden Track. And, uh, oh, here we go, there's the intro music coming in. Your first time here today? Thanks so much for coming along. Uh, if you're back for another dose, you know what to expect, the unexpected. And um, to put you in the picture, a little bit earlier on today, I had a conversation with Paul online, and um, although the sound quality is a bit not so good at times, um, I think it was well worth doing and good fun, because what we've ended up with is a very candid sort of conversation about two songwriters and our songwriting relationship. So Paul has had lots and lots of mentions on this podcast because uh, we've written lots and lots of songs together and it's been a long-term songwriting relationship, obviously, and friendship, uh, which you'll, you'll pick up on. So look, sit back, strap yourselves in. This could be a bit of fun today. We'll see where it's going to go. In fact, I think that's a bit of fun first up. Hang on, here we go. Morning, Paul Dredge. Okay. Uh, hi there, Digger. Can you hear me now? Perfect then. <laughs> uh, you're coming in loud and clear. Oh, no, so the, 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 I'm at school, so maybe my internet's pretty good here. Mm, and, but, and today mine's normally good, and it is not good now. No. No. Okay. What I'm going to do is attempt sign language. And <laughs> here you get the picture. It wasn't the smoothest of starts. Eh? Um, put you in the picture. Uh, Paul had a picture of me. It was actually a video chat, so we could see each other. So I thought I'd try this clever trick of just writing some stuff down. Hang on. I'll, I'll write this down. This will be fun. This is what you're going to do. Hang on. Can you read this? Uh, pick a song, play a bit, and talk. <laughs> <laughs> Decided to edit that in for a bit of fun, but aside from being a bit of fun, that is an example of just how badly things can go on the internet, yeah, communication and that sort of thing. Now just, just imagine this for a minute. Paul and I actually recorded the whole album via the internet, which I, I find incredible, really. Um, yeah, we, we, we bounce songs backwards and forwards in the songwriting process, and we arrange the songs. I'm living in Melbourne, Australia, and Paul's living in Palmerston North, New Zealand. And so I might have put down some vocals and piano to a click track, send it off to Paul, and Paul played some bass and drums and guitar and harmonica and everything he doesn't do, tap dancing, I tell you. Um, and then sent that back to me, and I brought it all together in my studio here in Melbourne. And it is incredible what you can do at home. So there you go, songwriting tip. Get stuck in with the gear that you've got. Just get, give things a go. Try and, you know, break the rules a little bit and see where it takes you. Here's where it took Paul and I. Yeah, I think without further ado, I think what we're going to do is roll the track. Yeah, this is Too Dark to See. Rolling. <laughs> Step at a time Never lose sight of the goal I keep reminding myself 
as I fall The winding path Not sure of the way With a quiet laugh At the end of the day Before the sun sets Before it gets Too dark to see Too many thoughts in a line While I balance the load Keeping an eye on the time I'm in work mode The ticking clock Who knows where time goes Picking a lock Where's the key? Well, who knows A bit much for me A big mystery And it's too dark to see Too dark to see And there's nothing to fear It seems to me
Okay, so there you have it. Uh, track number three, Too Dark to See, off the album The Untrodden Track. Um, I hope you enjoyed that. I did. It's a, I, think, I think Paul and I have written a really nice song here. Nice song, didn't we cut it? There's something cool about it, I think. Um, normally I'd jump into the lyrics here and talk about them, but in keeping with the spirit of the day, what I'm going to do now is jump back into the conversation and let's sort of see if we can see where the song actually came from. Here we go. Okay, back before we played the song there, I'm sure you remember, I just held a sign up for Paul saying, okay, pick a song, talk and play. <laughs> and here's what Paul did. Here we go. This is uh, Paul singing and playing a bit now. Actually, just before he does, I'd just like to point out, yeah, this is back to the live conversation online today. So the sound quality is not what it could be and all the rest, but I just thought it was right to include this clip of Paul singing and playing just to get us back in the vibe. Here we go. One step at a time Never lose sight of the goal I keep reminding myself As I fall Before it gets too dark to see, mate. I tell you what, it's a beautiful thing. Um, how, how did it feel just singing and playing there just now? I'm like, hey, to get, put you in the picture, folks. I'm looking at Paul playing on the video there, and it put a bit of bit of a shiver down the back of the neck, mate. That's pretty cool, eh? Yeah, yeah, it's it's um it is cool, and and I can I can still you know you said you've got a video of us writing it. I'd love to see that. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty wild. Uh, you, you're you're playing away on the guitar, looking at the handwritten chart, and in the moment, in the moment, you miraculously come up with a feel, come up with those chords, and here's me winging a melody. Which you have have then taken, you know. I've given it to you freely because it made sense for you, yeah. knowing full well in that moment. I think we both knew that you were going to sing it, right? It's really interesting. I'd, I'd, yeah, I'd love to see that. I'd love to see that. It's just part of the the um, the action, you know, how it works. Yeah, yeah, it's the coolest thing. I actually have a stack of the videos somewhere. We were just speaking about how technology can drive you nuts. Somewhere I have videos recording recordings of us doing the works in progress so fortunately we have a little bit of this one just a bit and it's quite funny because i I leap up halfway through and decide i'm gonna show you the chord that you're missing on the piano i completely fail (laughs) (laughs) excellent which okay i think it makes sense just to play that little clip now i've got the audio of paul and i actually writing the song and um how we were doing that was this we're sitting in my lounge here, and I had the typewritten lyrics up. We we're both looking at that, and we're just right in the moment. You can just sort of see us. If you could see the video, you could probably hear it. And I'm just, yeah, winging that melody, and Paul's playing the chords. Here we go. This is how we sound. Um, to 
the next sequel is great. Too dark to see. So you can hear us just sort of finding our way here. We're just in here, so we'll go back and try that again. Here we go. So we're getting an idea of where we're going. Here we go, a bit more confident this time. Let's see where it takes us. <laughs> okay. Too dark to see. <laughs> so the quick interface, name it. Do it again. Here we go. So we've got an A minor, C, F, E major. E minor, A minor, C, F, E. And then it seems to me... So you can hear us be secretaries here, writing it down. Your words ring in my ear, or just a ring yep. in my ear. Man, I'll just figure that yep, out. Yeah, same chords ring pretty much. So yeah. here's the bit where I wander off to the piano and say, yep, yeah, here's how it goes. I, I know this chord, man. Check this out. <laughs> All I is it... What you got? So A minor. Too dark to see in C. And then F and E. I'm trying to... Beep. It's all right. Okay. So back back on that horse again. Away we go. All right, let's get back to the conversation. Here we go. Which is interesting because I never, ever have done that before when we're recording in this fashion, eh? You're the chords man. Yeah? And melody as well. But uh, it's something I've never... But generally, it's most of the stuff um, you've come up with, 80% of the melody lines... Mm. Uh, for you know, for the the combined stuff for sure. Yeah, we've, unless we you know when we write together, yeah, mm. and because it, it it just works so well because uh, you don't play guitar and um, at all. <laughs> yeah, and it, but it frees you up to just sort of listen and get the vibe and then just float away and do it. Yeah, it's interesting for me. Um, it really helps with my vocal phrasing. I think when I'm not 
doing the chords? I phrase things differently. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's more um, uh, you're not having to think. Even though you, when you play the chords, in some ways you think maybe like you're not thinking, but you are, of course. Mm. Somewhere in your brain you're thinking, what chord am I going to next? And so, therefore, uh, that takes away that function. And now you're just thinking melody. And you don't even know where I'm going next. But <laughs> your ears are responding to it, right? Yeah, i got no because idea. If you were playing piano, sometimes you do surprise yourself, right? Gee, I didn't know I was going there. But when I'm playing the guitar, then you you really don't have any power of the, where it's going. And uh, so you can only respond in a split second to what happens um to the, with the chord, which is pretty cool. Yeah, you're so right. Yeah. So for me, there's this unbroken flow happening, just just focusing on the melody, trying to yeah, trying to I uh, guess not not get not even guess. Just it, it just gets me right in the moment. And um, you know, no matter it, it's so different when you're sitting playing the piano. Different to the other songs where we might I might write a verse and then you write a chorus and that sort of stuff. Different thing yeah. as well. But this this kind of thing we we actually stumbled on it, didn't we? That we could actually do it together, didn't we? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it was you know things like when we were away on holiday, you know, in the in the old van with a guitar, you know, that, there was a lot of songwriting that went on then, and that's that's probably when we started doing a lot of that um, at the same time business. Yeah, it was. You know, uh, I've got some lyrics here. Just 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 play something and let's see what we do. Yeah, I remember some of those really early ones off the Rido album. I'll, I'll try and I'll, I'll try and dig a couple of samples to drop in there. The, the really early yeah. versions. And uh, that's all right with me, babe. I think might be a nearly success. Because the twenty-seven in the southern land. Ah, um, uh, yeah. We might have been at a camping ground or something. Twenty-seven in the southern land. Yeah, the bell birds. Yeah, yeah. Uh, can you hear the bell? I can. This is this is Mr. Mr. Paul Dredge, <laughs> skiving up from work. It's my it's my my job to get him fired. Actually, no, not really. <laughs> well, it is quarter past four, so you know. Oh, that's uh, okay. I think it's a good time just to jump in here and just to let you know that uh, the reason we had this conversation recorded today was I was passing a message on to Paul from Roger from Adelaide and um, one of the great things about having a podcast is connecting with people and a while back uh, Roger and I wrote a song called A Tincture of Time together um, which sort of happened as as a result of um, Roger making contact and giving me you know, this really nice feedback and really nice comments and things and such as today this is what I received from um, Roger today Dear Pete, I've just listened to your new album. Truly enjoyed it. Congratulations on the originality and variety of it. It is what it says, an untrodden artistic road. Roads have a strong place in musical lyrics, don't they? And Roger went on to say, My mother was an artist, did a lot of pen and wash, which I'm really interested in because Roger knows I'm an artist, with rural cottages and tracks and a popular subject. She was a country girl who grew up in a sheep farm. And you love just hearing people's stories and voices. Oh, yeah, this is great. Um, she loved to include a track or a road on her paintings, veering gently off the picture into the distance and out of sight. Here's the bit. She loved the mystery of it and wanted the viewer to guess where the road was heading. 
think that's great. Uh, your album reminded me of all that. Keep moving along the road, Pete. Keeping keeping us all guessing what lies beyond. Thanks. I'll enjoy listening to it again. Rogers, Roger from Adelaide. Well, well, thank you, Roger. Look, I really value your feedback and and the, the sense of connection. And that's one of the great things about having a podcast is that whole sense of connection. And um, as a result, result of that, yeah, I, I emailed that off to Paul and uh, said, oh, mate, how about we get together and have a bit of a chat? And why don't we get back to that chat now? Here we go. Good to hear from Roger from Adelaide, Paul. Yeah, that was a cool, that was really cool, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I read it. Yeah. That was really cool. He's, he's, uh, he's a nice guy. Roger is a nice guy. I can, I can vouch nice, for that. Nice, insightful comments. Yeah, yeah. And that's the great thing about doing this online stuff. It really is, you know? Okay, then we sort of moved on and started talking about the bridge. And those of you that have been here before know that I really love a bridge. Bridge a bridge can really make a song. What's a bridge? It's a, just a departure, isn't it? Uh, often you can get a... It's sort of getting some things up for a moment, take look at things from a different angle. Um, you can go to all sorts of places. So here's what we had to say about the bridge. Maybe, do you think you can leap into the bridge? That was the spot. That was that was the moment where I tried to help out with a chord and failed miserably when we were recording. Um, definitely, you wrote the melody to that, and it's slightly higher than I would have written it too. Mm-hmm. You don't sing, and there's nothing to fear. That's it, isn't it? Yeah. It seems to me just a ring in my ear. Leaving this rolling here. Because I think that was a really, really um, great example of a short musical interlude. Nice soloing there, digger. Really great. Uh, and, um, I think in terms of choice of instrument, it was the right thing to do. Um, putting the acoustic guitar down there was great, with a harmonica floating along in the background, and it's all pretty emotive stuff. And I think, yeah, nice to listen to. All right, let's see what we're talking about next. Unfortunately, we have a rather dodgy um, uh, connection, though, because that's all good. <laughs> you can work that out. Yeah, it's much like when I'm winging a verse, then. And smiling me, man. Yeah, I didn't get hardly any of that either. <laughs> no, that's okay. Yeah, yeah I, I, that's right. I was actually asking about how the All Blacks are going to go in the next test in the rugby, but, you know, hey. Exactly. And we're going to lose against South Africa, but that's another thing. Yeah, it could be interesting. In terms of form, it goes up and down, right? So for our, our songwriting form, I think, over the years... Has been would you say it's been? We, we, I, I don't know. Have we been lucky? What is it that keeps? I think I think the standard is there. I really do. You got to trumpet yourself sometimes, folks. You say, "Yeah, man, I think we're good here. I love what we do." Is that the key? Yeah, I suppose loving what you do is the key. And if the only objective is just to enjoy yourself and let the process happen, 
and just enjoy the process, then you just don't have anything to lose. I guess, I don't know what the strike rate would be. We've talked about strike rates before, but maybe with the songs that we write together, I feel like the strike rate is pretty high in terms of there's not many that you go, oh, no, we'll just leave that one. Yeah, I think it requires, obviously, people getting on well together. We have that advantage. You know, some songwriters can get a bit... They have their prickly moments, eh? It's true. By and large, you know, it's been... It's a very easy friendship and... um, you know, so writing a song is just an extension of having a yarn. It's that sort of feeling, eh? Yeah, true. Yeah, true. It, it, but it's it's a very personal thing, so it's um, it's not easy to do. Like, I, yeah, great thing. I know you've you encourage people to, and I would encourage people to try and co-write songs. But it's um, it's not probably as easy as all that. Um, but it's a cool thing to do. Yeah. Mm. more people you add to the mix the the um, more complex it becomes like if you had a whole band trying to write a song it's a little different than taking a song somewhere different like just playing it and seeing where it goes which you can do with a band and they can have great ideas but to actually compose it it'd be pretty hard with three or four people doing it for, for instance yeah I've had a, I think a couple of moments for success with the Pasco and the Patient Hum with Alien and Girl Went Away, but we, we had someone come up with a riff, but ultimately I drove it and brought things together, you know, that, so there was more of a, it wasn't twisting anyone's arm, because that doesn't work, hey, if, if it, you know, with each other, we're very free, right, so that, that, that would just, I think the muse would close down if they goes, my ball, my bat, and, and, you know, you're doing it my way, it's like, poof, the energy's gone, right? Eh? And we talk here about the idea of, um, how important it is to be free and just enjoy the process and not be afraid to make mistakes. I think that's really huge. Yeah, you've got to be prepared to make a goose of yourself because uh, I, I think that's the fun aspect. I, th- I reckon maybe creativity, the muse, likes the fun. And because, let's face it, it's a series of mistakes. When I'm singing along with you on the guitar, <laughs> I tell you, yo, that didn't work. You go, you just laugh, right? Neither of us go... Mate, what was that? You you're just wasting our time here, Peter. That's, that is not good. <laughs> That's never going to work, is it? Or go take a what? What chord was that? You know, we we'll make a joke out of it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. Well, that didn't work, but that's okay. And 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 it's an interesting thing to be able to laugh. I think we can laugh, but there's no offence taken, which is I think because you know that there's a. There's some, there's a mutual respect, so you you know that it's there, so you, you're not in any doubt. So if someone laughs at you that you that you know respects you, then it's not a problem. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah we're so on the same. I mean, folks listening in to Paul and I here, you can just tell we're so on the same page, and that that has come about through life experience, I guess, lots of gigs and a long, long friendship and that sort of thing. And look, the result of this, we have. Um, Come up with an album that look. I'm really, really, really proud of. Love the songs. Love the rela- the uh, arrangements. And I, I reckon it's it's really worth tuning in for 45 minutes of your time. It's a big, big call in these days of small time amounts that are available to us all. But you know, what do you reckon? Flick it on in your out in your car and maybe listen a few times. Let the songs wash over yeah. you. Yeah. What do you think about that, Digger? Or well, like I told my students, you know. If- if you all, if you guys all go home and play the album a hundred times each, then I, I could get ten cents, and I'd really appreciate it. 
on that note of 45 minutes being a big amount of time, we, we started talking about how much time we have. We are busy. We are both incredibly busy. So to have come up with an album, is, I think quickly is the key for us, eh? We work quickly just as well. Yeah, in small, intense period time periods. Yeah. Right, right I'm, go for it, yeah. Yeah, so I can tell you, we've already got 12 songs for the next album pretty much earmarked. There's another 30, and Paul pretty much went nuts in the last school holidays with his guitar, recording gear, and everything, which is brilliant, because now there's a mountain of work for me to do. So taking opportunities. But when I say work quickly, there's not a sense of rush about it, though, is there, eh? It just feels like the right amount of time, do you reckon? Yeah, and that's true. And I, I don't know, it's a, we've talked about that before, too, of being a bit um, maybe... Is it impatient, or I don't know what it is, but I don't, I don't like to um, to rework things to death. I just like to um, like throw the paint on the canvas and work it a little bit, but not. But I'm not going to keep repainting it. You know, I'm just I'm happy with that construction. That looks all right. I like it. Yep, that's done. I think that's great. That's why we agree to the studio as well because you catch that magic. Uh, perhaps we're we like the watercolorists of the recording genre you know it's just because if you're if you're too old if you go back and rework a watercolor you're left with a big muddy mess so when you, you go with that inspiration and look with with recording and multi-tracking and, and stacking recordings which we did on this album we were bouncing some tracks backwards and forwards but not overboard um you just catch that initial inspiration and then you you move on with that and so the inspiration becomes the next inspiration, and that's where the magic of recording comes from, and I think that's that's a go, and I think that comes through in the recording, if I can say that myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, and, and I think to realise that um, perfection is kind of elusive and impossible, uh, and and to kind of accept your like, you know, we've talked about singing vocals, you know, you accept that. You're singing from the heart. There might be the odd note you could re-sing and try and, you know, get perfect pitch. And But, um, I don't know, it, if you do that, if you keep re-singing, you could probably get it 100% right, but um, then you've lost something. So let's just go with that take because there was something in that take yeah. or some feeling or something. And I think and the idea that you sort of, as an artist, you've got to forgive yourself for those mistakes. There's a sense of forgiveness about it. And you can end up in a pretty dark place otherwise for the day. So with the song yeah. Too too Dark to See, bring a pretty dark place. I mean, Too Dark to See is pretty low. But overall, um, there's an acknowledgement that's going to happen in life. But I think there's an uplifting kind of a vibe from the song. Do you get that? Oh, yeah, I yeah. For some reason. Um... How's that possible? <laughs> Is that possible? And, and and I think that is oft, often the case with um, sort of mournful songs. They can actually lift you up for some reason. <laughs> Excellent. And you're lifting my cat up. So he's about to just made an appearance on the podcast. Yeah. Very good. Speak Seymour. Meow. Oh, Sorry, mate. That's all right. Okay, so things sort of came to a shambolic sort of a close in the end because my cat decided... He was going to jump onto the computer and onto the phones and sort of make a real mess of things. Like, I hope you've enjoyed having a listen to a bit of a conversation between a couple of mates, a couple of, co- uh, couple of songwriters. Um, we really enjoyed writing Too Dark to See. Hope you've enjoyed hearing about it. Here's me saying bye to Paul. So, um, look, mate, thanks for making the time today. I, I feel like you've probably got to get moving again soon. Am I right there? 
And it was right. Uh, actually, the that's where the tape cut out. It's pretty bizarre how that happened, but oh, it's been a good old chat today. Looking forward to next week already. Um, thanks so much for tuning in. Hope you've enjoyed yourself. And uh, if you want to see, read the lyrics to Too Dark to See, you can check them out on this week's blog post, which I'll put in the show notes. Um, yeah, catch you next time. Thanks so much for dropping by. This is Pete Pasco signing out. Bye bye. Too dark to see, and there's nothing to fear. It seems to me there's just a ring in my ear. Thought I knew my way when I set out today.